Hey y'all, welcome back to Why Wait Till Monday. I am your host, Nicole Shabazz. On today's episode, I am talking with Emma Etienne. She's a mother of three, owner and operator of Etienne Enrichment LLC, where she is a provider for early intervention for children on the autism spectrum and a yoga instructor. In this episode, Emma shares how her wellness journey shifted once she changed her mindset and began doing what works for her and her family. Enjoy the episode. Oh, hi, Emma. Thank you so much for taking the time out to record with me on the podcast for Why Wait Till Monday. You're welcome. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Um, Like I had, you know, we had just became friends on Facebook and I was like, wow, you know, Emma made a big transformation. I want to hear about this and I hope she's open to um, mm-hmm. coming on the podcast to share it. So I'm yes. glad you said yes. Thank you. This is actually my second podcast interview, but the first one was totally unrelated. It was more of what I do professionally and resources that I offer in the community. Okay. Yes. So let's intro- So let's start off by you introducing yourself and tell us what you do for a living and what you do. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Amajini Etienne or Emma. For most who know me, I am a professionally, I am a behavior therapist and an ABA provider. I work under the New Jersey Early Intervention System and for a few private agencies. Um, Also as a contractor for my LLC, where I provide early intervention services, child development, and ABA for children primarily on the autism spectrum. And I'm also a student writing my dissertation currently on autism. Wow. So what does ABA stand for? Applied Behavioral Analysis. Okay, and it's um, primarily for children that's on the autism spectrum? Yes, that's one of the evidence-based practices that behaviorists would use. There's so many other proven and trusted um, strategies, but ABA is one of the specializations that I am familiar with, yes. Okay, and so you're working on your um, PhD and you're doing yes. a dissertation currently on autism? Yes, I'm working on my EDD, uh, educational doctorate. It's like a PhD, but it's more on education. Uh, Curriculum and teaching is the focus. And my dissertation topic is teacher perceptions on the use of evidence-based practices in the classroom for children with autism. Yes. Congratulations. That's um, wonderful. Um, That's the next, um, that's my next goal. I was working to do, um, I actually got uh, accepted into a doctoral program, but I just wanted to get something additional underneath my belt as a nurse because it was going to be a doctor of nurse practice, but my master's is in informatics. So it's like the science and the health and science combined. And so with a a doctorate degree really wouldn't be, really wouldn't be that much practical, right? Because I'm already in leadership. And it wouldn't allow me to do anything different. So I'm going to go get a postmaster certification first and a nurse practitioner, family nurse practitioner. And then then I'll go back and get the doctorate. So Congratulations. I have to go back a yes. little bit. <laughs> Thank yes. you. So let's talk about your um, health and wellness journey. Um, where do you want to begin? Like, how did it all start? Um, well, I'm actually back on it. But to how it all started has been... I've always wanted to lose weight. I've I've tried different avenues up, down. Since I was younger, I was always overweight. 
had a lot of um, health problems related to my weight that I didn't really hone in on until, you know, they became really serious, especially when I was diagnosed with a thyroid disorder. But even then, I didn't really take the health serious. And I'm like, I've done so many diets or ways to lose weight. It always went back to the nutrition. What was I eating? So mm-hmm. I saw, I did my research. I did see some nutritionists. Um, they put me on, on meal plans and everything. But then it's like, once you have that, it's a mindset thing. And I found myself making a whole bunch of excuses, even when I had all the tools I needed. It's always, it's a mindset. First you put your mind to it and then you realize, okay, I could do this, but again, life sort of takes over. So, you know, I was, I was dealing with, um, I was married at the time when I really took it serious and that wasn't working. So I decided to, um, on top of other things, focus my energy on me for once. Mm-hmm. And I tuned into my my health and wellness, going back to the gym, working out, finding meal solutions that worked for me. And then COVID hit. So that really, I'm like, I'm home. I got to be creative with these workouts and everything. So I started working out a lot at home. I joined a lot of online workout groups. Um, I do Herbalife Nutrition also as a a meal replacement to help with my supplementing um, with my meals, but working out, cutting, just, just finding those good, healthy habits. I stopped drinking soda. Um, that was a lot. Being dehydrated, started drinking more water. So finding what, what worked for me and just making it a lifestyle. And again, life does happen to all of us. It's not easy. It's not something that happens overnight. You just need to find your way back like I'm doing now. Got very busy, but now I'm trying to get back into the groove of things, along with teaching yoga, finding that consistency. Yeah, so it's definitely um, a lot to do with our mind. Like we have to first make up in our mind that we want to do that. We actually want to put the work in to make the change. Not that we want to change because we want to change. Right. That's the first step is to Mm -hmm. think that. But to actually put um, a plan in place that's sustainable you know not something that's just going to get us like a quick fix but something that's going to actually that we can do daily Mm -hmm. or a certain amount of times a week so at what point um or what was the mindset mindset shift that you had to make in order to um be more consistent in your wellness um just seeing that that I had to make a lot of changes within myself like if I was going out with friends like finding always wondering, you know, what am I going to eat? Because it's like, you know, it's like I had to let everybody else know I was watching what I was eating or this and that. So I'm like, it really got, it got too much where I was always worrying about what I'm eating. Am I going to lose weight? Or if I was on one of those diets that I was before, am I eating too much, counting the calories, doing all that? Not, not that I'm saying none of that works, but I had to find a way to make it work for me, work mm-hmm. out, eat less, drink water and take my time with it. And, yeah. and eventually once I got that consistency where I had the, I put the time in to work out and the weight, the weight was coming off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think with the calorie counting, cause for me, myself too, like I've tried the calorie counting and the macros and the 
micros and it that was just too much for me like mm-hmm. having to um do all those calculations and stuff it sort of it takes the fun out of it right it's like okay now how many calories is that so I've just mm-hmm. made up in my mind for myself when it comes to nutrition is that um more vegetables more fruit a lot of water mm-hmm. and um and I think that would be good you know less white products less rice mm-hmm. bread and things of that nature um, but when when it's uh, when it feels like work, it makes it harder to do. Yes. And like I said, also with doing my research, like, you know, if if I read that detoxing is good, but also the, the body naturally detoxing itself. So I found things that work for me, adding more fiber to my diet. I had mm-hmm. meat free days. Sometimes I would juice. Um, I did that for a while where I juiced as a primary part of my regimen and that helps so everything together I think helps in moderation yes yes Yes, I agree in moderation is is right and and when um I know when I'm going out to dinner or if I'm going out someone said let's go out I'm like where are we going and I try to take a look at the menu you know so I could Mm -hmm. be like ahead of um ahead of it you know say okay when I get there this is what I'm gonna have um, so that way I'm, I am making the healthier choices in what I'm yes. eating. And I have a lot of food allergies, so I have to like refrain from so yes. many things. So sometimes I just got to say, you know, I can't go <laughs> because they don't have anything on the menu that yes. I can have. So what mm-hmm. are some of the um, what are some of the routines that you do now in terms of um, you could talk a little bit about the nutrition piece and then a little bit about mm-hmm. um, your physical activity. What are what do your routine? Your, what do your routines look like now? Yeah. So now, aside from teaching yoga, I do that, you know, during the week, I teach it once weekly, but I do join um, yoga classes that I see online. Some I take on YouTube just for my own um, personal self-care mindfulness. Sometimes to help me sleep, I'll do a night yoga class, but I love to hit the gym early in the morning on, on good weeks. I would go three to four times a week if I'm super busy, maybe it'll be once a week, but I always find some outdoors time because I work for myself. If I have a cancellation in my schedule, I'll know, oh, I could walk for 30 minutes today or I could walk for an hour today. Um, other things, always keeping water in my car. I have water here in my car, some in my trunk, always having water with me. Um, I'm not a big cook, so the Herbalife Nutrition helps. I do meal replace with um with protein shakes i replace one to two meals a day i'm sorry i had a call let me put my phone on do not disturb um i replace meals and i eat mindfully um i'm haitian we love to eat rice so i eat that in moderation but making sure i have all those food groups in the grains the the protein the the fish all, all of that mm-hmm. um i have close family and friends who do help me prepare my meals so like I said, I'm not a big cook, but I make sh- I know what I should and should not eat. Yeah, that's yes. good. That's good. And yeah, I you know my family. Um, you may have heard on, on another podcast, but my um my family mm-hmm. is from the Caribbean too. We're yes. Jamaican, so we love the rice and beans. Yes, <laughs> and and everything. So I like mm-hmm. that's definitely. I told my mom one day. I said you. I had to untrain myself. Um, on yes. how to eat because you know we you eat what's in front of you right and then you eat it all so I had to like train myself okay you're full you don't need to eat everything that's on the plate because you're full but yes. you know growing up that's just how you know that's just how we were um, brought up yes 
Okay. So um, what are some of your challenges that you have now or any barriers that's in the way of... Um... Um, I think life, um, you know, I am a mom of three and I'm a mom first before before anything, but finding that balance, I find works for me. My son, um, who plays football, my oldest, during the summer, he was part of another team that traveled a lot. And that took up almost all of our time, like towards the beginning of the year, up until the summer, every weekend they were traveling somewhere. So I would work that into my workout time. Also, if we're out on a field and the weather was fine, I always have my things in my trunk right now. I have my resistance band. I have a jump rope. I have a foldable um, workout mat where it looks like a towel, but it's really a mat. It has a grip at the bottom and I can work out anywhere, even if I do 50 jump ropes or and I make it fun. If I take my daughter to the park, maybe I'll do a few laps while she's playing. So finding that balance, just like I have to find the balance with being a student. Like I know I'm going to be out a few hours today. I have writing to do my laptops with me. So if I find an hour or two, I'm going to get my revisions done. So finding that balance. Sometimes it's it's a crazy week, but making time for it. We make time for what we want. And if we want to be healthy, we'll make time for it. Yeah, I like how you mentioned um, about, you know, using the time where you're waiting, you know, when you're waiting on your mom duties, right? So you have yes. your child in practice and it's like, you know what, he's playing for an hour. Let me walk this field. Yes. Um, a lot of times when I walk to the park, I see the children, um, you know, work um, practicing football and I see their mom, you know, standing there. And I'm saying in my mind, like never to say anything to them because that's none of my business. But I'm like, wow, they could be using this time to like, you know, walk themselves yes. around. So to hear that you actually do that. Yes. I think that's a good thing, making good use of your time, because like you said, if we have to do this, uh, we have to treat our wellness the same way we treat everything else. Like if it's mm -hmm. important to us and if it's something that we actually want to do to stay healthy, you know, we'll make the time for it. So you're mm -hmm. making good use of those minutes. And keeping our kids involved also, like my kids, mm -hmm. they love technology just like every other child. But I also find that balance. I put my daughters in cheerleading, my sons in basketball, my other ones, the oldest is doing football. It's not every day because I have to find what works for me. So everything for them is once a week. My son, the basketball, the cheerleading is one time a week. That's what works for our schedule. And my teenager, he can commute himself around and we just make sure we make it to his games. So finding what works, keeping them active. I always make sure they start their day with drinking water. And I'm also being that role model, like my my daughter's teacher, because my daughter talks so much. She tells she tells her teacher everything I do. So her teacher knows that I do yoga and, and record videos and, and all that. So I like that my kids have those, you know, fun facts to share about me all the time. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's definitely where it comes from. You know, we start off uh -huh. the um, it definitely starts with us. So. Um, for them to see you being active and how important it is to you is also going to be encouraging to them. And it's glad and it's good that you have active children because, you mm -hmm. know, the technology, the technology yes. sort of could suck them in and we have to say, okay, uh, let's take put a pause on this um, screen time. Yes. It's time to get active. Um, so that's very good. So what is something that if you think back, think back to, um, when you first began, or maybe not even as far as when you first began, probably now, what is something that you would tell yourself that um, that would make the journey a little, bo little bit easier? 
um, to pace myself, to do it for me, because a lot of the times before I really got it seriously, I wasn't doing it for me. I was trying to to be prettier or or make it, you know, making sure, oh, if I was skinny, maybe this would happen. If I was skinny, maybe that was happening. Finding that self-love that I have now, finding it before, knowing that my 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 weight is not my worth. And if somebody can't accept you the way you are, then you know, maybe they're not meant to be in your life. But doing what I'm doing now, doing it unapologetically, doing it for me mm-hmm. is what I would have told myself before, not to rush the process. Right. Because we all have those ups and downs. Yes. Yeah, definitely um that self-talk and um thinking that things would be different if something was different with you and at the end of the yes. day you are who you are, you know, like yes. I am Nicole at the end of the day. And you know, mm-hmm. we all have our um we all have our I guess like insecurities about certain things. Um but to know that um it's bigger than a number mm-hmm. and it's bigger than um like the outer image, the outer appearance is is so much yes. more to wellness than just what people see on the outside because people could look wonderful on the outside and even smaller on the outside mm-hmm. and inside their their cholesterol and blood yes. sugar levels is just as bad as someone who was in the worst health ever so you know yes. the outer appearance really doesn't count yeah and getting those checkups are so important when i go to the doctor i love to hear that you know even if my weight may not be where my goal weight is but my blood pressure is normal. My cholesterol is normal. My thyroid levels are normal because I suffered with thyroid disease and I, I'm taking thyroid medicine now for, you know, until the rest of my life. And that's what's keeping all of those things normalized. And the thyroid has a lot to do with our metabolism, our mental mm-hmm. health, you know, heart palpitations, dealing with a lot of things that I was dealing with before when I was unhealthy, but didn't know. So I wasn't just big. There was other health things. So making sure we get those checkups, especially as women and as black women to make sure that we, we know what's going on with our body. You're right. Because a lot of adults think that once, like once you're an adult, you don't go to the doctor anymore unless you're sick. And it's like, no, No. you still have to go to the doctor every year to get your blood work done and to do those annual mammograms and pap smears and things like that. Because a lot can change in a year. You know, I've seen it myself where one year someone goes to the doctor and then the next year they, one one mammogram last year was wonderful. <laughs> they, yes. year they go back and now it's a, it's a knot there, you know, so, so mm-hmm. much can happen in the course of a year. So like, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly that um, those annual checkups and those um, numbers, knowing those numbers are very important. And yeah. um and it's bigger than just the weight, you know, like, like yes. you get on the scale and it's like, oh, I, I gained a pound. And it's like, no, that's really nothing. <laughs> what mm-hmm. do you know what that blood sugar level is? Because that's really, you know, not to say that our weight don't count. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying yes. that there's so many more numbers that that matters in the whole puzzle mm-hmm. of wellness. Yes. And it all it all comes together. And back to knowing your body. Like I, I suffered also before from migraines and a lot mm-hmm. of it was from dehydration, which I didn't know. So I know now to always stay hydrated. If I have a headache, the first thing I'll do before running to get some Tylenol, drink a bottle of water. Maybe that's my body telling me you just need some water or you just mm-hmm. need to take a few minutes to, to decompress. Mm-hmm. 
they say a good um a good uh, tracker of the amount of water to take in is uh a half of your body weight in ounces. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they that's a good minimal um amount of water to get in um every day. Yes. So I used to have apps on my phone for that, but then that that got too much. The notifications, the phone kept telling me to drink water. And I was mm-hmm. drinking water, but I wasn't tracking it. I'm like, okay, this is too much going on on this phone. <laughs> right. Like, no, okay. I'm just like, so okay, I'm just gonna have four of these bottles yes. of water and then call it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I try to get my water in before like 5 p.m. and then maybe like a sip with dinner if I'm eating after five because yes. then you're up all night going to the bathroom because you um because you've, you've been, been drinking, drinking water, water all, day. all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I'm gonna ask you these questions that have nothing mm-hmm. to do with wellness. Well, one of them gonna have something to do with wellness, but yes. The first one is when you hear the phrase "Why wait till Monday?" What comes to mind? Um, why, why wait until Monday when you can, when you can do it now? And that was, that was always me. Why not the, the, why not me was always something when I saw people losing weight. And when I was going through my journey, I was always obsessed with watching all of these weight loss shows, biggest loser, anything that had to do with losing weight. And I think that's why I love the gym so much now. A lot of these workouts, like I I got to the gym and it didn't feel like this was some new environment because I was always watching somebody else's journey, but sitting on the sideline. So why wait till Monday means to me, why not me? Why can't I have what I want? And why do I need to wait? Let's work on it now. Right. That's nice. Okay. So, um, Tell me something, um, what is something that you can, you would tell your younger self, whether you believe she would listen or not? Um, love yourself and be unapologetic about who you are. Wow. Yes. And if you could give, if you could leave a tip for the audience on, you know, not waiting until Monday and getting started where you are with what you have, what would, what tip or tips would you leave for the audience today? Um, again, do it for you and find your, find your circle. And sometimes your biggest supporters or those who are going to be there for you during a particular journey is not always going to be your friends and family because huh, I, I walked away from a marriage I thought was, was going to last forever. And a lot of the friends that, um, that I am close to or, or people that I thought would understand my journey. It's like me losing weight or always wanting to be in the gym. They could care less about it. Not that they don't love me any less, but because that's not their, that's not their thing. And, you know, so mm-hmm. find your circle, your, your, your network is going to be sometimes those who you think it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Why Wait Till Monday. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share with a friend. If you would like to send me a message, you can email whywaittillmonday at gmail.com. That's whywaittillmonday at gmail.com. The content you hear on Why Wait Till Monday is for informational purposes only and does not intend or implied to be a substitute for professional advice or consultation with the healthcare professional. Always seek guidance from your healthcare provider. I'll talk to you soon on the next episode. And in the meantime, start now 
Don't wait until Monday. Bye now.